Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview, Great Falls, offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. Introducing the Lisa Chill Collection, your answer to hot nights. These mattresses beat the heat with ultra-cool covers, whisking away heat for the perfect sleep temperature. Save up to $460 on chill mattresses and get two free pillows when you shop now. iHeart listeners can save an extra $50 off by visiting lisa.com forward slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. From the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. I do want to talk a little bit about this drag laureate that San Francisco named just because that is such a growing thing during uh, this Pride Month and the pride flag at the White House and the controversy that is stirred and all that sort of stuff. And this survey that came out, Americans less supportive of trans athletes than I think a lot of the mainstream media thinks. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm glad to hear that because it's absurd and incredibly unfair to girls um, and women. Um so that to come also uh, perhaps the most even-handed and uh, intelligent assessment of the recent Trump indictment I've come across. And we need to get developments completely ignored by the so-called legacy media, whose legacy is mostly shame, in my opinion. Um, uh, they're ignoring the uh, Joe Biden influence peddling family scheme. But there is progress being made and some really interesting shoes have dropped on that. We will stuff all of that in this hour. So this is something. Uh, Substack is an interesting thing. It's um, it's a, well, a website, obviously, or a set of websites in which journalists can publish independently. And a number of people who've gotten worn out by the dynamics of the mainstream media newsrooms have turned to Substack, among them the fabulous Barry Weiss, uh, Matt Taibbi, um, uh, Michael Schellenberger, uh, Andrew O'Sullivan. There's a long, long list. Um, do, do they and make- there's some fabulous journalism. There, There is. Uh, did, are they making money off of that, though? I mean, are they making enough to live off of that? 
Yeah, it's hard to generalize. It's a lot like, you know, your OnlyFans site. If I were to pose for prov- provocative pictures, no, I wouldn't make a dime. Um, some sexy, sexy girl makes lots of money. So it's a, it's a tough slog, though, I'll bet. I'll bet it is, too. Even for the good writers, I'll bet it's hard. It's you like, know, I, I do wonder this how for the... a living, so I subscribe to a handful. Um, if I didn't, I'm not sure I would take on that expense. Right. Like, like I wonder how much money t- uh, Tucker's going to make off of his Twitter show, for instance. You know, he's got... 50 million views, but what does that turn into? I don't know. On the other hand... If the lawyers don't shut him down. On the other hand, Mr. Beast on YouTube makes like $50 million a year, so you can make money with these things. Or as he's known in Mexico, Senor Beast. Um, Okay, that was uh, supposed to be a very brief tangent to the fact that there is some blockbuster reporting out, a months-long report, mostly by Michael Schellenberger, with some assistance from Matt Taibbi. After years of official pronouncements to the contrary, significant new evidence has emerged that strengthens the case that SARS-CoV-2 accidentally escaped from the Wuhan Institute of Virology. According to multiple U.S. government officials interviewed as part of a lengthy investigation, the first people infected by the virus, patients zero, included Ben Hu, a researcher who led the the Institute's gain-of-function research on SARS-like coronaviruses, which increases infectiousness. More than three years after the pandemic's outbreak, many around the world had given up on learning the origin. The highly infectious respiratory virus, blah, 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 killed millions, et cetera, et cetera. We all know what COVID did and COVID policies. uh, I guess journalistically, you have to throw that paragraph in, explain to people what COVID is or was. Well, uh, yeah, you do, I think, because they're, they're making a case here of the enormous damage done and the enormous dishonesty by mm. so many governments, including our own. Uh, public officials in the U.S. and other countries have repeatedly suggested uncovering the pandemic's origin may not be possible. Now answers increasingly look within reach. Um, oh, wow. Okay. I hadn't heard that. Yeah. Uh, sources within the U.S. government say that three of the earliest people to become infected with SARS-CoV-2 were Ben Hu, or Hugh, Yu Ping, and Yan Zhu, all were members of the Wuhan lab expected, suspected to have leaked the virus. Wow, they, they actually have the names of the first three COVID patients. That's wild. That's correct. And all three worked at the lab. At the United States uh, fish stick factory. As China said, it could have come from fo- frozen food from, from the United States. You Don't trust almost- China! You, I don't, sir. You almost have to give China credit for comedy for the fish stick story that floated. Um, and, and there's much more to this, and we'll post it. I, I, I think it's public. It's not paywalled, so you can read it uh, if you want. That's the, the main gist of it. But I thought Taibi, who wrote a, a bit of a companion piece, really summarized it well about why this is important. As, as he says, actually, toward the end of his essay, um, as I.F. Stone famously said, all governments lie, Matt says, but it's beginning to look like the scale of this one would have shocked even him. And that's the point. While it is interesting and important to understand from a scientific point of view where COVID came from, SARS-CoV-2, the deception and, uh, and, and, and dereliction of duty, I think, is an even more important question going forward. 
Um, and then Taibbi says, and this is the part I really liked, uh, da, 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 numerous federal agencies appear to have designed their probes of COVID-19's origin deliberately to discount the possibility of lab origin in advance. We were told, for instance, that despite longstanding interest in the Wuhan Institute as a potential security concern, uh, dating back years before COVID got loose, there were cables from the State Department saying, hey, we're funding these people and their safety protocols are terrible. That's what he's referencing. Uh, At least one intelligence agency overruled a majority of its in-house investigators to produce a report on the pandemic's origin discounting the lab leak hypothesis. It was quashed from above. The patient zero report is likely to focus even more attention on stories by publications ranging from the Washington Post to The Intercept to Wall Street Journal about U.S.-funded gain-of-function research, which sources insist is the likely reason many agencies, including the Department of Energy and, uh, oh, those are uh, exceptions, sorry, were steered away from the Wuhan Institute as a possible outbreak source. And he mentions FBI and Department of Energy resisted that and said, yeah, it definitely is is part of the puzzle does he get to um, what was driving that i understand why fauci wanted to hide it but hide it but why did all these other departments and people why did they play along word came down from the top we're not talking about this and the media fell in line you know the specific mechanics of how word comes down from the tops and filters through all the agencies and everybody says i'm not writing that i don't know because i've not been part of that sort of conspiracy mm-hmm. um uh, da, 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 da. The public story, that's the, the publication, that's uh, uh, Schellenberger's uh, Substack thing. The public should uh, force a hard look at the cost of steering investigators away from the Wuhan Institute. Jamie Metzl, former member of the World Health Organization, expert advisory committee on human genome editing, put it this way in Michael's story, quote, had U.S. government officials, including Dr. Fauci, stated from day one that a COVID-19 research-related origin was a very real possibility and made clear that we had little idea what viruses were being held at the Wuhan Institute of Virology, what work was being done there, and who was doing that work, our national and global conversations would have been dramatically different we were lied to i represent science will this ever become a big deal that most people are aware of like i take in a lot of news and i've heard this story for the first time from you so uh how many people are ever going to become aware of this it just broke yesterday afternoon you know maybe i'm naive but if something is big enough true enough and you know persuasive enough it will finally uh, reach the public consciousness it may take a while there will be resistance and you know i don't need to tell y'all that part of the resistance is that all of these major media publications fell all over themselves to echo the biden administration party line and the uh, Anthony Fauci party line out well, of loathing of Donald Trump. Yeah, we left we've left out the T word from this story probably too much. And that uh because Trump suggested it came from China, boom, it was immediately uh lockstep that can't be true because that would make Trump right. Right, which makes the them just dopes. Yeah. Just like you, you do you understand how easily you're manipulated? In reverse, are you proud of being that easily manipulated? If Joe Biden told me that the rate of inflation was coming down, but there was still a fair amount of inflation, and that were true, I would believe it. I don't reject it because it comes out of his mouth. 
That's that's childlike. It's idiotic. It's indefensible. And yet that was what animated our media for years. It's hard to believe I witnessed it personally. I wake up, Joe, wake up. It was like it was some bizarre dream that allegedly our elites our intellectual elites, these people graduated from Harvard and Yale and Princeton, blah, 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 Stanford. They could all be so stupid. I can't believe I haven't gotten to yet today the story that made me the most angry yesterday, and it is about mainstream media coverage of stories. I, wanna, I oh. want you to hear this because it's freaking unbelievable that they work this hard. I saw your tweet about this. It would be impossible to oversell the dishonesty. It's incredible. Don't watch the news. (laughs) It's a good decision, young man. Wow, I was just seeing a a tweet about nobody knows how to party when their team wins like Las Vegas. So Las Vegas has just recently gotten sports teams, and now they won the Stanley Cup last night. So for Vegas' first championship, right, in one of the major sports? And Mm -hmm. they said the town was just, I mean, because, you know, it's not like pouring into the streets in Denver or wherever, you know, Green Bay, Wisconsin or whatever. You're pouring into the streets to celebrate in flipping Las Vegas. Right. Well, I understand the mob overturned a showgirl and set a slot machine on fire. (laughs) Hey, (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, you want dishonesty in mainstream media? It's just, it's unbelievable. You You should keep this in mind for the rest of your life when you're following any story. And one more thing, if the news makes you crazy, because it does me some days, it does Jack too, a great tip for consuming the news without letting it make you miserable. Well, that's a good Don't one. watch the news. I need that. Again, young man, that is an excellent decision. <laughs> Stay here. Armstrong and Getty. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview, Great Falls, offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. 
featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Three cups of bourbon. I need a bottle of whiskey. I'm sure that's just your grande non-fat mocha bourbon talking. Kick it up a notch with some whiskey. Every time you kiss me, it's like sunshine and whiskey. Whiskey and rain coming down, coming down. Splash of bourbon in the glass. She's my little whiskey girl. Oh, whiskey real, take me home. What's your poison? You down with scotch? I love scotch. I love scotch. Scotchy scotch scotch. <laughs> so it's National Brown Liquor Day or something like that? National Bourbon Day. National Bourbon Day. And I don't well, know the what's difference. The, what are the scotch references? That's uh, that's out of bounds, man. Well, I was that about to say, I don't know. Uh, are bourbon, scotch, and whiskey all the same thing, just called different things? Or what? I don't even really know. No, the, no. Bourbon and scotch are both whiskeys, uh, but they are not each other. Hence, they're different names. Okay. It's an outrage. And you left out the old 97s, Let the Whiskey Take the Wheel, which is such a great song. God, that country, the country songs, nothing promotes whiskey drinking like country music. I mean, it's as if it's the only beverage on earth. <laughs> the only thing that could possibly ever slake your thirst is whiskey, if you listen to country music. Mmm, so delicious, but not a great habit, kids. Take it from your old Uncle Joe. <laughs> So I was outraged by this yesterday. Joe and I were just discussing uh, during the commercial break. How does anybody figure out what's going on anymore? I mean, if if your goal when you get up in the morning as a decent human being is to just know what's happening, it's really, really hard. Like our old producer, Sean, used to say, every story comes with a homework assignment. You have to do a little research to see if it's true or not or how true it is or whatever. And here's a really good example of it that should make you cynical about everything you come across in the future. So uh, the Washington Post went with this headline. You probably even heard the story. Target stores see more bomb threats over pride merchandise. And that headline was bounced around. The Hill has the same headline. Well, the broadcast news had the same headline. Target stores see more bomb threats over pride merchandise. And then the subparagraph being target stores in at least five states were evacuated over the weekend after receiving bomb threats. All stores are currently open and operating regular hours, Target said in a statement. That's horrible, and obviously we condemn it strongly. Yeah, with the implication, I assume, the Washington Post is trying to make, is that the crazy right-wing transphobic community has threatened to blow up Target stores because of the trans clothing that we've all been talking about. Except you get down to paragraph 8 in the story. On paragraph 8, they say, 
South Burlington, Burlington, Vermont Police Chief Sean Burke said that the news outlets and blah, 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 all received the same email threat over the weekend, which accused the retail chain of betraying the LGBTQ community. Also naming the locations of the... Wait a second. All of the bomb threats for all five stores were from someone unhappy that Target had pulled back on their pride stuff. So it's the LGBTQ community or somebody who supports it with the bomb threats. Wow, that seems significant. That seems significant and not something you would put in the eighth paragraph, having insinuated with your headline that made news all over the place that it was the transphobic haters out there that did this. You cannot possibly justify burying who or from what point of view the threats were called in till the eighth paragraph, no matter who called them in. That's just, well, it's awful, indefensible journalism. So why would you do that? Well, because you're horrifically biased. Somebody told you you had to write about the bomb threats, but you didn't like the message it sent. So you thought, let's see, how can we change this around? Because we all know who the ugly maniacs are. Wow, that is so out of bounds. That's the Washington Post, people. And then, I don't know, do you claim that, you know, whoever Evening News or The Hill or whoever that just ran with the headline, did they just not look into it good enough? Maybe. Maybe they didn't read far enough down to even know. But the Washington Post held up as, you know, one of the great news institutions in the world that's so out of bounds i'm a free speech guy but there ought to be like a flag or something that you could throw well if it was on twitter yeah there would be community uh, comments or something whatever the new program is because that is just that is well as i tweeted last night that's outrageous that you would do that yeah you want violence if you're doing that you're asking for violence if you do that Democracy dies in darkness, does it, Washington Post? How does it do when the Washington Post lies relentlessly? Wow, democracy dies in darkness. They're they're under their their, their headline there, under the name of the paper. Wow. And then you do that. That's about as dark as it gets, you lying bastards. Sorry. That is, yeah, no kidding. That is so weak. I'm disgusted by that. I, it is disgusting, literally disgusting. Don't walk away angry, though. I'm going to tell you how to uh, take in news without being miserable. Next. Armstrong and Getty. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, 
assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Big, big, big news about the investigation into the Biden influence peddling scheme in a moment. But I thought I'd lead with this. Here's this uh, English psych professor who teaches at the University of Essex. She was driving home from work and heard the horrific news a few years back about that suicide bombing at the Ariana Grande concert. And she was right. devastated by it. She works with a lot of young people, blah, blah, blah. Uh, but then the stories came on about people helping each other and being kind and offering shelter, food, and rides to total strangers, et cetera, et cetera. And she found herself feeling much better about the world. And as a psych professor, she thought, hmm, I ought to look into the psychology of the way we consume news and how it uh, affects us psychologically, emotionally. And she did some really interesting work. And uh, my favorite part of this article is that after you take in negative harrowing news which can cause feelings of heightened stress hopelessness anger anxiety depression there's a reason they call it doom scrolling friends it really helps to take in something more positive and my favorite part of this is that while a story about for instance a parrot who swears <laughs> helps <laughs> A cussing parrot, I think they phrased it. Um, that sort of thing helps. But what really, really helps if, is if there's a story about kindness or generosity. And they did experiments with thousands of people and, um, and then assessed them afterward. And if they ended with something saying, on the other hand, there are really good people who do really good things, people went away from the process in a much better state emotionally. Wow, that's interesting. So if the evening news ends with... Uh... Well, how about those stories like when a a cat raises a baby bird? Mm, like those kind of things? Is that more like swearing parrots or is that more like helping in kindness? I think mm. it, it I think that's a good kindness story. It's not human kindness, but it's But so you end the newscast with your local 4H troop picking up trash in the ditches and the little kid saying, "I just want the world to be pretty." That uh, that that makes people feel better. Yeah, sure, okay. sure. Or or the uh, uh, the guy who was impressed by the service at a restaurant found out the server didn't have a car and bought her one. Right. 
Of course, he's probably coming on to her. Probably anyway. trying to... Prob- yeah. No, no. We'll, we'll make them both men or women or trans or something. Yeah. So, <clears throat> so if you find yourself really feeling doomy from doom scrolling, which I do all the time, see if you can find something positive. You know what's interesting is I get more depressed most days by media coverage than by what's actually happening. I, oh, by how terrible the journalism is? Uh, yeah, that story about the Washington Post lying about whether it's the trans community or transphobics that we're calling in Bob threats bothers me more than human nature. You know, that's funny. That's probably why we get along so well. I have this nearly obsessive need to to convey the truth to people. People need to hear the truth, even if it's inconvenient. Even if it makes you mad, we're way better off knowing the truth. And then I see the the mainstream media and the conservative media too. Sure. Working so hard to mislead people. And and it frustrates me knowing that millions of people are not even going to be exposed to what is true. Although anyway. I do like a good story cuz I saw one the other day. I think it was I think it was a a mama basset hound raising a little kitten. Ah. Take had taken it in. That's nice. Probably until it's big enough to eat. I don't know. What? I don't know. Barbaric. And I do enjoy a good cussing parrot. I enjoy it as, as an eight-year-old. As a forty-year-old, I'll enjoy it as an eighty-year-old. God willing. <laughs> Good cussing parrot story. Anyway, uh, here's your big news item that may leave you somewhat frustrated again because of the utterly inexcusable lack of journalism. The incredibly suspicious, enormous amounts of money conveyed to Hunter Biden and James Biden and other members of the Biden family during uh, the uh, the current president's vice presidency is being scrutinized by Republicans, of course, and the New York Post and Fox News, and only those entities. But a House lawmakers revealed allegations in previously undisclosed FBI memos that Biden family members were paid millions of dollars to help thwart a prosecutor investigating Ukrainian, Ukrainian energy group Burisma. This is the whole uh, Biden was going to withhold USAID until they fired him. The defense was, well, we we're firing him because he wasn't investigating enough. Um, <clears throat> but the foreign nationals' alleged payments were to solicit, solicit Mr. Biden's help in removing the prosecutor. Um, nobody would find out about the Biden family payments for at least a decade, the foreigner told the informant, because of how many bank accounts there were, et cetera, et cetera. We brought you some of that earlier. Catherine Herridge of Fox, I'm sorry, of uh, CBS News, tweeted, I think it was yesterday, um, the House Oversight committee had issued subpoenas for former Hunter Biden business partner Devin Archer for depositions this week. No immediate comment from Archer's attorney. This from the Washington Times. Audio recordings of bribery scheme ID Biden as the big guy. Memo reveals phone calls with energy exec. Top executive for Burisma, who allegedly bribed then-Vice President Joe Biden with a $5 million payment in 2016, referred to Mr. Biden as the big guy and has audio recordings of conversations with Mr. Biden, according to a secret FBI memo involving a paid informant. Now, the paid informant was a trusted source for the FBI. He could be wrong. He could be lying. He might have gotten fed bad information. Sure. See the Steele dossier. Exactly. But this is a, a a huge accusation, and it is notable 
that the enthusiasm for looking into it is very, very low. Well, it was mentioned by Chuck Grassley on the floor of the Senate the other day. So a U.S. senator brought it up, talked about it. It's in the congressional record, and it didn't make the news. That's incredible. Even if even if the you know NBC Evening News or whoever wants to say there, oh, by the way, there's no evidence that this is true. I would think you have to at least cover it. Well, uh, an accusation that strong. Yeah, you could say senile old right-wing nut uh, <laughs> uh, makes uh, uh, a harsh allegation, but he's a U.S. senator on the floor of the Senate. He said the memo also reveals that the Ukrainian energy company has audio recordings of conversations with Mr. Biden. Uh, that the bad indic- yeah, well, they got to be decoded. <laughs> Mr. Uh, Grassley said the memo indicates that Burisma executives had 15 audio recordings of phone calls between him and Hunter Biden and two recordings of phone calls between him and then Vice President Joe Biden. How does that Qu- not make the news? Quote, these recordings were allegedly kept as a sort of insurance policy for the foreign national in case he got into a tight spot. The FBI document also indicates that then-Vice President Joe Biden may have been involved in Burisma employing Hunter Biden. Oh, boy, that's the... Uh... It's malarkey. I had this conversation with my son the other day, the whole uh, there's no honor among thieves, what that means. Uh, hey, Biden crime family, you're doing business with these people. They're going to they're gonna watch out for their own best interest, too, you know. Right, right. So I'm hoping this is big enough, important enough, and true enough that it has to move forward, but... You know, as we saw on uh, in our discussion early this hour, was it this hour? Doesn't matter about um, the origins of COVID and how complete and and unified the effort to quash the lab leak theory was for a long time. It's easy to picture in the wake of Russia Gate, uh, collusion Gate, the rest of it. It's easy to picture. People who think of themselves as well-meaning in the government saying this would be incredibly explosive to have this come down on a sitting president. It would be bad for the country. Ford pardon Nixon. We've got to we can't we can't have this. The country would fall apart. Mm -hmm. I can easily picture that. And again, maybe they're just partisan hacks. Maybe they think they're doing the right thing. But it's not. It does not take some sort of crazed conspiracy theorist to think people said, uh, "We gotta, we gotta put this in a box and lock it." There's some new polling out on the idea of biological men competing against girls in sports, and it's mm. a lot closer to what you think than what you're seeing on TV. Turns out a lot of people think it's stupid and crazy. <laughs> uh, we got a bunch to talk about. I hope you can stay here. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. This soldier says the village was under Russian occupation for a year and a half. These are Ukrainian lands. And this is a symbol of their victory, fluttering in the wind. But it didn't come easily. Bodies of Russian soldiers lay nearby, abandoned by their comrades. This cell phone video shows a damaged Ukrainian armored vehicle. More will be needed. On Tuesday, Russian President Vladimir Putin boasted to journalists that his forces have destroyed 25 to 30 percent of foreign supplied equipment. While on the same day, the Pentagon announced a new $325 million aid package. There you go. So that was a bit controversial yesterday in some quarters, not in my life, but that we announced another 
however many million dollar aid package to give to Ukraine. $325 million is the new U.S. security assistance for Ukraine. It's the 40th. Um, brings total assistance since the 2022 invasion to about $40 billion. And lists here everything that we have done. Uh, but there's a fair amount of pushback in the online world. And this uh, international relations professor at the University of Illinois, Nicholas Grossman, wrote, and I agree with, U.S. aid sent to Ukraine total in the 15 months since Russia invaded is up to 5% of one year of the U.S. military budget. Ukraine asked for aid and remains an independent country. The Russian military is considerably weaker. It's easily some of the best cost-benefit in U.S. history. Interesting analysis. We spend that money to take on enemies. So we've spent 5% of our total Pentagon budget really doing a hell of a lot of damage to one of our biggest enemies on the planet. How is that not a good expenditure of our money? Counter-argument, uh, a lot of that aid was not money. It was weapons that we now don't have and are weak relative to China. Well, then you got to get into the, do you think it you know does us any harm if Russia starts taking over countries in, the, in Europe? And I think it does. I think oh, it absolutely. makes it significantly more likely there's a nuclear exchange if they start invading other countries, if they got away with this one. Not well, less. was it Thomas Thomas Sowell who said, or or, or uh, I'd, um, uh, Mark Twain or Lincoln? Uh, there are no solutions, only trade-offs. Right. So, yeah. Um, since you brought up China, I suppose I could mention this here. Washington Post had an opinion piece. If the United States can spy on from Max Boot, uh, if the United States can spy on China, why can't China spy on the United States? Max Boot is a GD communist. Sorry, folks. I get fired up about that piece of garbage. Our friend Tim Sandifer responded with the answer to the stupid question in this headline. <laughs> boy, Tim. Uh, is that there's a difference between a democracy and a bloodthirsty totalitarian communist dictatorship that no liberal false equivalency can conceal, which is part of it. And also, look how broad-minded I am. I give equal time to a country with democratic institutions and individual freedom and a country that enslaves and murders its own people. See how objective and smart I am? That's some excellent snark. Highest level. You know, and we get this via email sometimes, the similar stuff. Do you realize, uh, you know, people don't ask to be unwise, so I shouldn't be mean to them. But that's like a football coach saying... One football coach saying, we've got to stop them from sacking our quarterback. And another coach saying, well, we try to sack theirs, so I don't understand how that's right. You're an idiot. You didn't ask to be an idiot? That's the last mean thing I'll say, but you're an idiot. Uh, I was just in the lunchroom getting some coffee. Getting some life boost coffee. Easy on the the stomach. Uh, And they were doing the headline, Bud Light, no longer America's top-selling beer. Right. And they mentioned that Modelo is now the top-selling beer. And they spent all their time on about how Americans have decided they like Mexican beers better. Mm, I don't think that's what did it. Have you been following the whole story (laughs) with Bud Light and how they've been losing market share like 25% a week? (laughs) 
I mean, just dramatic, never-seen-before drops in people drinking their beer. But I guess it's because we've all just decided we like Mexican beer more than we did six months ago. I guess that's Wow. Wow. (laughs) Was that the article from the Wall Street Journal, or you were watching TV? I was watching the TV. I don't read. I watch the TV. Yeah, I got the... uh, Here's the Wall Street Journal. I'll just hit you with the opening. See, uh, uh... Oh, yeah, here you go. Bud Light loses title as top-selling U.S. beer. Modella Especial overtook the brand as the top-selling U.S. beer in May, punctuating a months-long <laughs> punctuating a months-long boycott of Bud Light that has reshuffled the beer industry. Plainly true, right? Boy, journalism is terrible, or it's it's not journalism anymore. How much it's time just have I got, advocacy Michael? writing? It depends on your health. <laughs> right. I don't know. Exactly. You don't look good. My eating, my exercise, all kinds of different things. No, you got three and a half here. Okay, cool. Uh, maybe I'll hit this because I thought this was really good. Since you mentioned the Wall Street Journal, Bill Galston writing a column, um, and it's around the. Uh, a lot of people are talking about the the, the structural um, good news we've got around our U.S. economy. So why is Joe Biden polling it like what are the numbers? Low thirties, high twenties on the economy. I mean, just. Really like historically low numbers on the economy for Joe Biden. And this guy in the Wall Street Journal writes, If the labor market is so strong and the overall situation is improving, why are voters so discontented about the economy and giving Mr. Biden such low marks for his economic management? Which is a really good question. For most voters, the negative effects of inflation outweigh all the other economic improvements. This guy writes, my wife and I have an above-average income, but we suffer suffer sticker shock every time we go to the grocery store, and we've made some changes in our purchases. That's what I've been saying, too. Not just the grocery store, everything. Go to a restaurant, fill up with gas, get a hotel room, fly on a plane, buy a concert ticket, you name it. Every single item. It's like, what? Every single thing I buy. Huh? I can't believe what it costs. That's going to outweigh any Wall Street Journal headline about the labor market participation number or anything like that. Right. As the theme continues, you've said many times the the worst, dopiest journalism is is economic journalism. Uh, Read The Myth of the Rational Voter. It's a terrific book. But anyway, uh, here we have the, the, the confusion over the economy whatever that is, versus the economic experience of American families. Globalization was fabulous for, quote, unquote, the economy. It brought a lot of wealth to the United States. Yeah, but to whom? In what way? Not working families in the Midwest or the so-called Rust Belt, for instance. So don't talk to me about, well, a rising tide lifts all ships. Oh, excuse me. My ship sunk like 75 feet yesterday. And now that's lifted five. Thanks a million, economy. (laughs) Uh, this guy writes, the consequences must be more severe for households that earn less than we do. As he said, he was a good earner. Of course. As Americans have emerged from pandemic isolation and travel to see family and friends, airline ticket prices have soared. Housing has become much less affordable, both for renters and for younger adults trying to buy the first homes. A recent report from presidential bellwether Door County, Wisconsin, which is legendary for being, you know, going back and forth and uh, an indicator of where Americans are, underscores these trends. Rising grocery prices and labor costs forced the owner of a bed and breakfast to raise room rates by 15%. That's noticeable. A contractor's wife, uh, who is Hispanic, complains that the price she pays for a gallon of milk has doubled 
and that she can afford less and less, although she initially welcomed Mr. Biden as less racist than his predecessor. She now thinks things are were better under Trump. Yeah, that's why Joe Biden's at like 30% on the economy. It's everybody's every single day experience of buying anything. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. How's that going to play out over time? That ain't going to end anytime soon either. Good stuff next hour, including a gay conservative writing a piece entitled The Queers Versus the Homosexuals. Okay. Provocative. Mm, Interesting. Also, the argument over dudes whooping up on girls in women's sports continues. Right. As we all agree, it is only fair to allow that to happen. No, apparently we don't all agree, according to an actual poll. So we do four hours of this show every single day. You should grab the podcast if you miss one. Armstrong and Getty On Demand. Armstrong and Getty. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity.